Welcome back, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning back to episode two of Voice Moments to God. My name is Jess. And my name is Tanu. So Jess, episode one came out last week. How do you feel? Was there any good feedback? I feel so great. I was just so excited to launch this podcast. And honestly, you and I know like this honestly did not have a lot of thought too much going into it. Like we thought of the idea and then posted the first episode within like three weeks, probably. So I honestly didn't know what to expect. But the response was overwhelmingly positive. Like I got a lot of nice DMs and some texts from friends who I do know in real life and then also some followers as well. So that was really cool. And yeah, some really positive feedback. And I'm so excited to keep doing this. So we want to hear from you guys. If you guys have listened to the podcast, DM us, text us. Um, would love to hear. So it's been it's been great. Um, even some friends who are who are not Christian have listened to it just because it's the two of us and they want to support us, which is great. And they found value in it too. So I'm so excited about the pod and happy to be back for episode two. Me too. Yes, the pod is for everyone and anyone. So thank you so much for all the sweet messages. We really, really appreciated them. And it's just been one Yes, so exciting. (laughs) There's plenty more to come, guys. So many more to come. I can't wait till we're on like episode 100 and we're like, wow, this has been like two years in the making. (laughs) Crazy. And we'll look back at all these milestones. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to look back like hypothetically when we're in like relationships maybe and especially this episode because we're gonna be talking about some (laughs) some juicy topics today but look back on this episode like years down the line I do that with my YouTube videos sometimes I'll watch an old video and it's just like so cool to look back on the memories of like the place that you're at in life so I feel like it's a really good documentation for us too yes definitely so moving into our catch-up how's your week been Jess my week has been actually a little bit chaotic but in a in a very good and full of change way so let's see um yeah this week has been super busy so Tuesday I had my run club that I host monthly in DC with Pacers um and this was the first one that Garmin was sponsoring which is so cool we auctioned auctioned raffled (laughs) this is not an auction it's not a bidding war um we raffled off a Garmin watch and this like little girl won it it was like her uncle had brought her who like is part of Pacers and uh, yeah she's like a little middle schooler runner and I was like that's so cute I'm glad someone got it that didn't like resell it (laughs) you know that could definitely happen um but yeah that was like all night on Tuesday and that was a huge Thing for me like I just love like interacting with the running community in DC um and then Wednesday I had a block party for my church which like we're doing some summer meetups so I got to meet a bunch of new people there and talk to some you know current friends which was great um it's cool to see people coming there from the first time actually that's gonna be one of my Jesus stories later down the line was from the block party um but that's been good and then the biggest thing is I moved yeah so, you did. yeah so I am recording for, live from my new apartment um and it was uh, like the, here's the thing like I don't have that much stuff I consider myself pretty much like a minimalist but mm-hmm. even just picking up everything and moving it to a new apartment is a lot of work inherently like I am still not done unpacking like the kitchen and the living room is done but my closet is an absolute atrocity right now <laughs> um so that was just a lot and took up a lot of time and is still taking up time but I'm so so excited for my new apartment it's just the great lighting and new Mm. change energy like I'm very excited so it's been it's been quite busy yeah it's always good to switch up your environment yeah I know you said you've been switching up your environment by working in your like work from home spaces in your apartment I definitely want to start doing that more I did that on Friday because 
I didn't have Wi-Fi in my apartment. So I went down <laughs> to the little conference room downstairs and I was like, wow, this is kind of nice. But I was, you know, forced to do it because I had <laughs> no Wi-Fi. And now I have Wi-Fi. So I'll be working from my desk probably. But yeah, it's good to switch up your environment. Definitely. So I'll get into my weekly recount, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. What'd you do this week? After so, post uh, staycation, we're I was going to gonna the- say. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but I was on a little mental staycation. health staycation. <laughs> The week before this one, and this past week was my first week back in the office, and it started off so good. I hit the ground running, and I just felt that that week off is really what I needed in order to be the best version of me at work. Because when you're, you know, burnt out, you can't perform at your highest level. And I still feel like I'm doing the best that I can. I always look over my work and I think to myself, did I put my full effort into this before I send it off to anyone to review? And I know that I'm doing that. So at the end of the day, truly, isn't that all that matters? Is that how I'm being perceived? You know, who's to say? Who's (laughs) to say? But at the end of the day, you know, my people know me. You yes. know, they know they your know, heart. They know your they heart. They know my heart and they know my intention. God knows your heart. And they know my my work ethic. Yes. Um, simply because, you know, that isn't being appreciated per se, doesn't mean it's not there. So I'll just keep keep on keeping on. As my parents have said to me all week, it's not forever. And you know, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. So it's been fun, but uh, today I just got back from a vegan food festival I went to with my brother and one of my best friends here in Chicago, and it was, <laughs> that was also quite funny because I really hyped it up. It started at 11, and I was like, all right, guys, get to the apartment at 10. We will then leave at 10.15 to get on the bus to get to the food festival. We will arrive promptly at 10.45 and then wait in line to get entered into the food festival at 11. We get there. Took us five minutes to get in. Number one, I got us there at like 10 20. I was like, oh well, this is kind of like overestimated how long it would take. Then we had to wait outside for like 30 minutes. So you got there like 40 minutes before it even opened and started. The no, beginning we had to was wait. just so excited. So excited. we had to wait until eleven and then we got in within like five seconds because we were one of the first people online. <laughs> and then the food festival um advertised everywhere like 20 plus free samples from over 150 vendors in chicago and i was i was like all right guys we have to get there early because i want the free samples i'm going to fill up on free samples and then like buy one or two things there was two free samples (laughs) two (laughs) two free samples one of them was just egg which oh um, i've had that yeah it's a product that's out like (laughs) it's not like you're getting anything to try new (laughs) i have it in the fridge as we speak i made avocado toast with just egg on top like two (laughs) nights ago so i was like okay well thank you um and then i had a sip of i want to call it culture pop i'm not exactly sure what it was but i do know how it tasted and it tasted horrendous it was really, nasty it was really, you know that face you have to make when you're still making eye contact with the person who gave you and you're like mm, yeah you're like yum and you turn around and you're like, i'm gonna yeah <laughs> uh, and i bought a really cute cookie cake it was only yay big it was like a mini personal size cookie cake and it was delicious and then we left after 30 minutes so mm, mm, mm. we really spent Eventful. more time waiting to get in than, than we did there. Hey, well, you know, and now you know if you want to go back next year, you can go plan on your schedule for 30 minutes to an hour and not yeah. do the whole day thing. Yeah. So now I know. 
that we've learned. And that's how my week has been. So work, food festival, now we're relaxing. Amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, cool. We should go into our next segment. Let's talk about our Bible verse favorite. So let's see. Um, Tanu, do you want to start us off with this one too? I shall start us off. So my Bible verse favorite for this week is from Jeremiah 29, 11. I'll read it for y'all. For So this is from Jesus. For I know the plans. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. Yeah, yeah. So this isn't from me. This is from this is the word of the Lord. <laughs> Can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. So that goes back to my <laughs> work problems, which I swear I'll shut up about. But it's not forever. It's my current season. And I know that God has plans for me. Yes. And I hopefully will be in those plans come September because, oh my goodness, <laughs> this is really not it. Well, I think the thing is, like, the plans are all of the in-between, too, right? You know, mm-hmm. like, you have this end goal of, like, what you want to accomplish this fall, but, like, his plans are, you know, throughout all of it. So I think that's something that I try to reflect on often. I was thinking about this verse, too, recently. It's like, the Lord has plans. We don't know the plans all the time. We have to <laughs> ask him what the plans are because he doesn't always reveal it in the simplest way possible. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> really likes to get that lesson in there. Yeah. And she likes to make you think a lot. Um, yeah. Deep, deep pondering. Deep pondering. But that's just what, kind of what comes through prayer and being like, God, like, what do you have planned for me? Because I know there's a plan out there, but would love if you would share that with me. Like, did you want to put up me on sharing um, editing access on the Google Docs? Like, that'd be, <laughs> that'd be great. Like, maybe he's just going to give me some commentary access. But if you wanted to give me editing access, I would. I would accept that. I know you're Uh-oh. busy. I can take over if you want. Yeah, like, I can, like, take over and, like, help you create the outline a little bit. Like, no sure. problem, God. Like, I can help you, but he actually only gives viewer-only access. So. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Jess, would you like to share your favorite Bible verse? Yes, for sure. Okay, so this one was – this one came to me not in, like, my quiet time. I just, like – this came to my head in, like, a – text phrase but I knew it wasn't exactly a bible verse but then I was like Mm. scouring the scouring the internet and I was like this thing that I'm thinking of has to be a bible verse right Mm -hmm. and so like the phrase that I was thinking of was like the world like everything in this world will pass away but like we have eternal life or something like that and I was like googling Mm -hmm. googling and I found this verse which I think is pretty close to it um so it's from first John 217 and this is the world and its desires pass away but whoever does the will of God lives forever um and I think like my friend and I were actually having a conversation about this on the way home from work and we were talking about like um you know just like interacting with non-Christian people sometimes and they don't have the same type of eternity that Christians have so like you're living for something that is eternal and like the things of this world are you know great in the moment but they ultimately don't matter um and so even though like I definitely like prioritize sometimes the things of this world like even moving into this new apartment like it's a really nice place and I'm very happy that I have it and I just like want to you know host people and like bring people into my apartment but this apartment is just like so worldly like Mm -hmm. I won't have anything like this in heaven so like I think I have to level set myself sometimes because sometimes I do get in the mindset of like achieving goals and like Mm -hmm. doing that stuff in like a worldly view but like this first reminds me that if you do the will of God you will live forever in eternity and none of these things the things in this world will exist 
there. So at the end of the day, like it really doesn't matter, even though we still want to be our best for the Lord. Yeah. But it's like a day to day thing. I remember thinking of this along these lines. We talked about this during my staycation. I don't know if I've talked about this, but I took a staycation the other week. <laughs> and I remember, I think it was the week or two before my, uh, I'm not going to call it a mental breakdown. I'm going to call it my staycation start date. The, um, the incident. <laughs> I just remember talking to you, which is a podcast topic coming up. So I won't dwell and in, delve into it too deeply, but the feeling of, the pressure of continuous improvement yes, in the yes. world today and how you can't just sit for a second and appreciate your current season and how it always feels like no matter where you are, there's something else you have to achieve. There's something else you have to buy. There's some, someone else you have to date. It's just like, mm-hmm. shut up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just give me a second. <laughs> I can't breathe. I, I, I feel like I've never, maybe I just need like a strong authority to figure to tell me good job. <laughs> but like yeah. I just want someone to be like, you're doing it well, you know? Yeah. And that's good for right now. Take a breather. And then let's come up with a plan to either continue doing well or do something else well. Right. It's like but we need that end, validation that like, yes, you're doing well and you're achieving things, but like then it's like, okay, like you're doing well, but we want you to do more. And it's like, why can't I just be happy in the moment of like, oh, I accomplished this one thing. And even like even like outside of the external pressures of that, I feel that on myself constantly mm-hmm. too. I'm like, oh, like I did this. I'm very proud of myself for this. Okay, next thing, move on. Like, yeah, you know, I'm always on to the next thing and I'm very not, I struggle with being content and not focusing mm-hmm. on continuous improvement. So yeah, well, that's a topic for the pod down yeah. the road for sure. Um, but yeah, those, those are our Bible verse favorites. I definitely like this segment. Um, we'll continue to play around with the segments, but I think I like the ones we have so far. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess we can move into our next one, which is Jesus stories. You want to start us off, Jess? Yeah, I would love to. So I have two this week. Um, one is more just like a praise God, this is a blessing. Um, and the other is like a more of a story, like a passionate moment. Um, so the first one was like, praise God for my movers. Like, this is the first time I've hired movers and they were awesome. They came like Literally, the move took an hour and 45 minutes. And yes, I was, like, prepared. I packed everything. Like, I was ready for them. Like, I had the route mapped out of, like, down the elevator this way, around the corner, go in the truck. But, like, it just went so smoothly. And, like, I feel like moving is so stressful a lot of the times. And I was Mm -hmm. just so thankful that the move went so smoothly. The movers were, like, awesome. They were great, so efficient, so kind. Um, So that was just, like, a little, you know, Jesus story. But more just, like, a a praise God moment. (laughs) Um, That everything went smoothly. Like, nothing was disastrous like I got my keys like you know there's like stories you hear like yeah like I went to the apartment couldn't even get my keys because I didn't Mm -hmm. like do my electric or something like that and just like it all went smoothly although I did lock myself out of my apartment this morning which (laughs) um that was the first and the last time because my last apartment I got in with my phone I had like an app on my phone so I'm just not used to carrying a key and now I have a key for my apartment so I'm getting used to that um but yeah praise god for the movers that was that was great and then yeah. I moved in the beginning of April and I hired movers as well. And they were absolutely 10 out of 10. They were so fast. They were so efficient. They like yeah. wrapped up my couch for me. There were, I had a TV that I didn't get a TV box for. Cause I was just going like, to put it in my car and drive it over. And they wrapped yeah. it all up, put it in a box. They were just, just I gave them like a ridiculous tip that I would, oh, yeah. I would say it was financially irresponsible, but they were very nice. <laughs> oh I love that they earned it (laughs) oh my gosh I love this that's great yeah um yeah and then my second Jesus story is from passion block party so basically my church is having these block parties and 
it's a really good way for new people to the church to come and, you know, like maybe it's intimidating to go on a Sunday, but, you know, coming to a party, a picnic at a park is not that intimidating. So mm-hmm. I got to meet some new people there. But then I saw this guy. He came right up to me and I immediately recognized him. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I know you because you came to my rent club. So mm-hmm. basically... This guy, he just moved to D.C. or just into the area pretty recently. And he came to my run club, which was last month, the one I had in Georgetown. And I met him there. He was so nice. Um, But we did not talk about church, like, at all. We talked about running. We talked about, like, moving to D.C., whatever. So I had no idea that he, like, was a believer or, like, was looking for a church community. I had no idea. Um, And so then, like, it was like a jump scare that he, like, (laughs) he, like, came up to me. And I was, like, so caught off guard but so happy to see him. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, you're my run club. Like, what's up? And so we chatted for a bit, and I was like, so, like, how did you find out about this? And he was like, oh, well, like, because of you. And I was like, that's so sweet. Um, <laughs> because, like, I think, like, building community in the city is so hard. And I think, like, we're going to talk about this more on a pod deep dive topic soon about, like, how you actually find community in your city. But, like, the fact that, like, you know, like, the run club thing, not that intimidating. He's a runner. Mm-hmm. He came to run club. But, like, maybe coming to a church thing was the next step. But maybe he wouldn't have felt comfortable, like, doing that if he didn't really know anyone prior so I think that's just like that was just like a cute little Jesus story I was like well like I love that I have this run club but also I think it can translate to so many more things than just running um so so happy to see him there I think he got to meet a lot of people I talked to him at the beginning and the end and he was just like yeah like I met some of your friends and I was like oh my gosh this is so sweet (laughs) um so that was so cool um and I just like I've mentioned before about like people seeing my social media and like coming to church because of it which is just like Mm -hmm. so cool so I love that. I hope I see him again this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. I only have one Jesus story this week, but speaking of it being intimidating to go to a new church, mm-hmm. as we, as I've said, I don't remember if I talked about this on the last pod, but I am trying to find a new church community here in Chicago. And I had one recommended to me by my Bible study leader, actually from the old church that I used to go to. And she was saying how she thinks this church is exactly what I'm looking for. We were talking about basically finding a church that matches our morals and values, but still stays true to the word of God. And she said, I think this one will match your style more. Yada, yada. So anyway, I'm trying this new church community and I have found (laughs) So many ridiculous, weak excuses not to go <laughs> Sunday after Sunday. I'm like, oh, well, my parents were here this morning and now they left. But I'm all bit tired. So we're like, oh, well, I'm just like not in a good mood today and I want to be in a good mood. Or like, oh, I'm hungry. So, but this week I fully intended to go and I was going to go alone because the friend that I went to that old church with um, after we had a little Bible study incident maybe I'll talk about it later but basically where we decided that that old church wasn't really like the move for us as the kids say Mm -hmm. so I think that really rocked her to the core because it was kind of a uh, not good (laughs) anyway (laughs) we didn't like that and that kind of like soured us so I talked to the Bible study leader. She recommended a new church and we were going to go the following week, but no, no hate to my friend. She just decided she didn't want to go and it bummed me out enough that I didn't want to go. But 
I decided I was going to go alone this week and it was totally fine. She like is a free person. She doesn't have to come with me. Mm -hmm. I'd go, I'd find my community. I'd see if it was the right church for me, yada, yada, yada. She came to me, she came with me to the food festival today. And um, we were, my brother was there. So she got talking with us about, oh, one of your parents coming back in town. And I said, I don't know, but I'm going home next weekend. And she said, oh no, I was going to ask you if you wanted to try out that new church next Sunday. And I was like, I'm actually going tomorrow if you want to go. And she was like, really? I was like, yeah. Oh, like, I really want to go. And I was like, I'll be at there at 10. You can be there at 10 too. <laughs> I will be there at 10. Yes, you I will. will. And I want a full report in that seat tomorrow <laughs> that you will be in that seat with or without this girl. But that's so exciting. So I do hope she comes. I didn't want to pressure her into it or anything. Yeah, yeah. But I really do hope she, she comes. Asked. She asked. She did ask. She asked. She brought it up. She brought it up. So. <laughs> I mean, it's all on her to, like, you know, get there herself. Like, you're not going to yeah. go <laughs> crawl and, like, get her out. <laughs> but um, the offer is on the table. I feel like that's, like, a hard thing with, like, inviting people to church. Well, obviously, she's, you know, been to church before. But it is hard mm -hmm. to be, like, oh, like, do you want to go with me? Like, I'm not going to force you. Like, I don't want yeah. you know, the whole thing. Um, but, yeah, she asked. So, hopefully, she shows up. Fingers crossed. But I'll be there. Yeah, you will be there. I expect <laughs> a voice memo from you tomorrow afternoon about how it was and yes. if I don't get one I will be <laughs> concerned <laughs> I'll be there yeah I'll, okay, I'll, good, good. I'll be good, there. I'll good. send you a pic of me in church just like please take a 0.5 selfie please please, 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 yes, please, please, yes, please. yes 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 um and speaking of church um maybe when you go to this new church you can like scope out the uh the, the men's situation because <laughs> today we are talking about dating um so I think this is a perfect transition to yeah. our topic for today so today guys we're talking about how to approach dating apps from a Christian perspective well that's the topic we're just going to talk all about dating apps like our experience with them um you know what we've used them for in the past and how we can approach them in the future from a Christian perspective and things we've struggled with so this is gonna be a juicy topic <laughs> um as Tino and I both mentioned in the past episode, if you didn't catch that one, we are both single, very single. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and so <laughs> we are looking for our husbands. Um, and a lot, a lot of way that a lot of way that a lot of ways that people do that is through dating apps. So it seems like an obvious answer, right? But maybe it's not the most obvious answer. And there's other ways to meet people for sure. But let's just get into it. So Tino, um, let's talk about our personal experience with the dating apps. Like, do you use dating? Do you use dating apps? If so, which one do you use? Which ones? What's your personal experience? Like, how many dates have you been on from the apps? Like, do you delete, redownload, et cetera? Let's talk about all that. For sure. So I would say, yes, I do use dating apps off and on. My top dating app is Hinge. Um, funnily enough, I did delete Hinge yesterday. <laughs> okay. We can get into that later. But <laughs> I've used, I've used, what haven't I used? I've used Hinge. I use Bumble. I've used Tinder. Um, and the other day, I downloaded Coffee Meets Bagel. Okay, I've heard of that. And my friend met her boyfriend on that. But we'll get into it. Okay, I texted a friend. And I said, I downloaded Coffee Meets Bagel. And she said, my friend met her boyfriend on that. And now they're moving in together. And I was like, mm. oh, crap. Coffee Meets Bagel. Here we go. <laughs> um, that was about three days ago. I have deleted Coffee Meets Bagel. 
Yeah. So when you say how often do I delete slash redownload dating apps, I would say once a week, uh, (laughs) they're gone. And then like the following week, they're right back on. Uh, So because like I go through, I swipe on them. No one likes me or the conversations are so bland. I'm like, whatever. I'm just going to go out. Like, what if I just left my apartment once? I'm sure I could find the man willing to marry me. And then I go out and I'm like, it's not it. It's just a cycle. It's a cycle. Yeah. It can so, definitely be a cycle. It's been it's been a moment, you know. It's 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 had a lot of downs, yeah, and not a lot of ups. Um, how many dates have I gone on? I want to say, I want to say like five ish, maybe maybe uh, more. Like total? Like, yeah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> hey, mine is not that much higher than that, so no shame. Not a lot, but. One question. Okay, so you answer all of the same questions. Do you okay. use them? Which ones? But another question I have is, what are your intentions on them? Okay. Yes, that that's great. Um. So yes, I also use dating apps. I would say it is a cycle for me, but probably less of a <laughs> start stop than you, just slightly. But like, I will pause it, but I won't. I don't really ever delete the app just mm. because I don't want to have to go through the whole thing of like making my profile again and connecting my phone number, like the whole thing. But I will pause them. Um, so let's see, I use Hinge and I recently did Bumble. I hadn't really before until like last month. And then I also downloaded Coffee Meets Bagel like many months ago. I don't think I have the app anymore. I think I actually did delete that one. <laughs> but, and I have also downloaded, but not actually made a profile. Have you heard of Upward? It's like a Christian yes, dating app. Yes, you sent me that. Maybe I did send you that. I have not made a profile, but it's like a Christian dating app. I'm like, I don't know what types of people on there. We'll, we'll see. Um, <laughs> That's what I always say about dating apps. So the only one that I use consistently is Hinge. Like I download and delete Bumble yeah. and whatnot, and like completely delete the account. But it's like you need the well-known dating apps because that's where the pool is biggest. Right. And there's definitely people who are on all of them for sure. Yeah. For sure. But like Hinge is like definitely like if we're going to talk business, like the market leader, right? <laughs> so like Hinge yeah. is the market leader for like a relationship. Like maybe Tinder still has some. Mm. I think I had Tinder like in college before they came out with Hinge, but I haven't downloaded Tinder since like Hinge became a thing probably. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, those are the dating apps that I have downloaded on my phone um, <laughs> prior. Um, I do have them right now and I it is on right now, but I am not actively swiping so for example like on hinge i don't really like people i will look at my standouts tab because like there's some good people on there but yeah on the main tab uh i'm not really as interested so i don't really spend a ton of time with dating apps but i will go through my likes like maybe once a day once every other day um and then i will sometimes you know chat a little bit but it's been tough um and this is Mm -hmm. not always how it's been like sometimes i've been more involved in it than others but my current situation is that like mm, it's there in case it's there and I'll talk about mm-hmm. some stories where it has been good for me and it has been also bad for me um but yeah that's kind of I'm just kind of like neutral about it uh but yeah how many days have I gone on let's see I probably probably like 10 10 first dates maybe in the past we'll, we'll just say 10 first dates since I moved to DC like two years that's ago a lot. Um, that's a good that's a good yeah probably computer. around 10 um and like yeah yeah We'll get into this later of like how they have been and stuff like that. But yeah, and then you asked me what my intentions are. So I think always with dating right now, my intentions are to find a husband, right? Mm-hmm. But like, I'm not trying to go on these dating apps just for like a short term relationship or something casual. Like that is not my intention. But mm-hmm. um, I think like I'm constantly trying to be intentional in my dating. And also I'm a very busy person. So I don't want to like quote unquote waste my time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also, it's really hard on dating apps to like 
suss a person out and be like, well, am I interested in them? Like, I literally don't know. I don't have enough information on them. I haven't met them in person. So I think that's been like my current status with them. I'm, I'm still like open to them. I think there was a period of time, probably like last fall, I was just like totally off the dating apps. Like I was not into it for the main reason being me being a content creator in the DC area has proved it relatively tough because people recognize me from there. And I I don't say that's Mm -hmm. always a bad thing, but the bad thing is like, if they do recognize me, like, first of all, I do appreciate that they acknowledge it instead of hiding and being weird about it in the background, Mm -hmm. but they can also go on my profiles and look up anything about me at any time ever. And like, yes, someone who I mean person can do the exact same thing, but I just feel like there's a little bit of different intentions with people on dating apps being like, Oh, am I swiping with her because she's the DC influencer or am I swiping on her? Cause like, I actually want to go on a date with her and get to know Mm -hmm. her and like, consider a relationship so that has been a tough part for me and I think like dating apps have been not as ideal for that reason but still have it just just in case yeah and they can also come into a first date being like so you went on that run club on Tuesday June whatever and it's like whoa whoa." and you're like whoa (laughs) (laughs) let's not do all that and you only know that they're like supposedly six foot tall like their first thing that's it yeah (laughs) So there is like a, I guess you can call it like a double standard or just like an unequal, like knowledge sharing of information for me, Mm -hmm. um, which has definitely been, been tough. You can only stalk people so much on the internet. Like, yeah, I found his LinkedIn and his Facebook, but. Like I can talk him, but he can literally find out (laughs) everything about me, which like is the choice that I've chosen to make. Like I do have a social media for a reason. Like it's a little, Mm -hmm. a little part of my life. Um, But yeah, it does get tough sometimes. Yeah. How do you feel about the idea of dating just being fun practice? And, you know, you meet who you meet, you love who you love, you just kind of float through it. And what happens, happens. Um, that is not my style. <laughs> <laughs> For a couple reasons. I think the first reason, like I mentioned earlier, I'm so busy that mm-hmm. I do not have time to go on a date with a man that I don't see like anything happening with. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, for sure. Practice, but like, <laughs> I don't know I struggle with that I really struggle with like that I yeah and also like I have anxiety around dating so like mm. if I'm not really confident in like this person like being like a match or like cool or anything like that I like will psych myself out and like mm. cancel so like I want to be so sure before I actually schedule a date with someone that I'm like actually interested because I will fully psych myself out um and so like a lot of people have the approach of like oh like it's a first date if it's bad it's just like an hour like yeah, for sure. It's an hour, but also, like, it's also the entire day leading up to the date is, like, my whole anxious self, and then, like, me just, like, stressing about it. So, I don't take that approach. I feel like you don't either. Absolutely not even a little bit. <laughs> but I think a lot of people can, and I think that works for them, but even, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I just I just can't do that. Yeah, I know. It See, like, the thing is, I have nothing against it, and I love that for you, and go be yeah. free and go be yeah, fun, sure. but to me... I agree with you in that my intentions, and I feel like us being 24, people hear this and think we're absolutely insane, but my intention is to get into something serious. I'm not trying to marry you tomorrow, but I want us to be on the same page that we're doing this to build the foundation for a long-term relationship, because it's not even, I am busy, but it's not even that. It's like, that's a whole unpaid internship. I'm just going out to eat once a week with that yeah. same person for what that's just a friend I also don't want to get attached to anyone that I don't mm. see myself like in a serious relationship or marrying because like let's say I go on like you know I don't know five dates with someone like I'm gonna catch feelings like that's yeah. kind of how it works for me but yeah I don't want to like get down a path know that there's like 
major value differences, which I guess we can talk about, like, the Christian perspective on it. Like, I, you know, I would say, like, I'm, I'm very open in my dating, but once it gets beyond, like, the first date, mm-hmm. and I have to, I have to look at my notes app and see what my list is and see how many boxes <laughs> they check. So, yeah. I Gotta be that. intentional. Gotta be intentional, right? Like, I, it, the thing is, like, my, my pastor says this, and he's, like, uh, his, his, like, specialty is, like, dating. Um, So he's done so many sermons on this, and, like, the phrase that sticks over and over in my mind is like, you need to be dating someone that is running after the same things that you are. And if you're chasing after the same things, and of course, like you like the person, like that's also a huge (laughs) component. But like, if you're not chasing after the same things and you're running in different directions, it's simply not going to work. Like it's not going to work in the long run. Right. So like, what is the point in doing it for short term? Like that's just not something I'm into. Exactly. And I feel like that is definitely not the norm in dating society today I feel like especially in our age group people are just trying to have fun which is yeah I want to have fun I want to have fun with someone that I really like and like want to like have a relationship with I want to have fun with my husband (laughs) (laughs) exactly that's what that was for like yeah and you know the dating apps can can be scary sometimes too so let's talk about our Let's talk about our good and bad moments. And I think this is the part of the pod where if we're telling stories, we will be using some, uh, what's it called? Uh, a oh, code name? A code name, a code name. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we're going to be using some code names, but, and I actually have not thought about what I'm going to say for this question yet, but hopefully it'll come to me, but I'll let you, <laughs> I'll let you go first to know. So I have one bad date that I'd really like to. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I'd really like to, I actually have two, but I'll start with this one because it was a lot worse. I would say his name if I even remembered it. <laughs> I want all of you to stay away from this man. <laughs> but basically, this man on a dating app liked me. And I think it was Hinge. And I, I, I liked him to let him start the conversation first, which I'm going to be honest. I'm going to give away my, my secrets. Um, my strategy here is if I'm feeling iffy about a person, but I don't want to completely get rid of them, I w- and I'm on Hinge, I will accept their like and yeah. then let them start the conversation first. I do that too. Exactly. So I let him start the conversation. I don't even remember what we were talking Oh, he was asking me about my name because he was Nigerian. My name is Nigerian because I'm Nigerian. And then he was like, do you want to do a phone call? And I was like, okay. Ooh, so I- oh, wait, pause. We have to talk about this. <laughs> I okay, so I like talking, right? Yes. And I love like voice memoing you and like calling you as a like friends. I yes. will not will not be on the phone with a man. Someone yeah. suggested that to me like two weeks ago. Absolutely not. Yes. Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm with you. I don't know why I said yes, but yes, for some yes. reason, yeah, 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 yeah. I said yes. Big regret, right? So I get on the phone with this man, and I like wait, wait, wait. Say a this. FaceTime or like an audio call? Oh gosh, no, just an audio call. Okay, Can okay, you okay. imagine? I haven't. Don't even get me started on the FaceTime, boy. I don't even know if I told you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a whole nother. That was a military man. So you know. Anyway, so I get on FaceTime with this man, and I mean this with cultural sensitivity. <laughs> oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> About to get us canceled. No, all I'm gonna say is my family is Nigerian. My father is. Nigerian obviously I just said my family is Nigerian and I grew up in a family of people that speak in a Nigerian accent so when I think of Nigerian accent the first thing that comes to my head is my father and then like my grandma (laughs) this man obviously had a Nigerian accent because he was Nigerian and the whole time it felt like I was talking to my father so obviously skin crawling already right (laughs) when I say I was bored (laughs) I need you to understand I was 
bored. You thought the phone call screening, if you had been forced into it, would have been a would have been an indication. You know, you know, it's crazy because at the end of the phone call, he was like, "Oh, we should do this at this place at this time," and everything in me was like, "I don't want to do that." But what came out of my mouth was, "Yeah." And I always, when girls are like, oh, I'm too nice to say no, I'm like, I would say no in a heartbeat. Bye. Oh, same. But yeah, for some no. reason, I was like, yes. Dusty. <laughs> so he takes me to a, um, what do you call it? A, uh, uh, like, an arcade bar. bar. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. It's so bad. <laughs> let's get through this quick. So anyway, we were playing yeah, pool. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he tried to do the man thing. Where he was like, oh, let me teach you how to play pool and lean over me. I was like, oh, bye-bye. I actually know how to play pool. And then I beat him Sick. in pool because he sucked at pool. And ooh, my skin's crawling. <laughs> and at the end of the pool game, uh, I was like, whoa, I won. And he... Also, this man, when I got there, was not cute. Um, anyway, so I was like, oh, I won. And he was like, ooh, do I get a kiss as my consolation prize? And I was like, no, <laughs> you don't. So obviously, as all sane men do when a woman says no, he then picked me up, feet off the floor, <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> held my head. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is so this is so bad. This is so bad. Held my head in public in an arcade bar and tried to force me to kiss him oh as I'm God. like, moving my face around oh my gosh anyway let's get this over with because it's really making my skin think about it yeah no we can move on because this is not not good not good not good i uh, reported him on hinge and i've never seen him again okay good oh wait i forgot oh he texted me uh after block yeah he's blocked he's blocked he's blocked (laughs) blocked. oh my gosh that is terrible i'm so sorry you went through that because i would literally squeak and squeal and freak out yeah, um, good stuff. Yeah, so that's also the thing about Hinge is like you literally don't know who these people are. They could be crazy and mm-hmm. do things like that. So, yeah, that's always <laughs> this is actually not one of my stories, but it's actually not from Hinge. I was on a date with another guy from something else, and uh, my friends came to the bar, <laughs> and I was like, I knew this man was not crazy. Like I knew he was not crazy, but like it was just like the fun of it. And like some people might be might be like, oh my gosh, that's so weird. Like your friends came. Like are you independent? <laughs> like no, I'm independent, but like. I just wanted them to be there, like, for the debrief after, like, immediately, so I wouldn't have to call them. So, um, yeah, you don't know who these people are. So, yeah, that's a that's not a great story. I think mm-hmm. for me, I don't have any, like, specifically, like, terrible stories. I think for me, it's just been, like, not a match. Like, I think there's yeah. been things that, like, okay, I'm going to sit through, like, 45 minutes to an hour and talk to this guy. But, like, I think in, mo- in most situations, it was, like, a mutual thing, too. It's not like it was, like crazy like he was like oh my gosh like I want to see you again I was like no like it's just it's just well a match I've had, I've had some pretty I would say I would describe them as boring dates yeah but I wouldn't I didn't have anything like your experience or anything super <laughs> bad other than this one okay so the reason I bring this up is because I met him off hinge and like it did go on for a couple of weeks slash months and it ended very mm-hmm. poorly and I think bringing me back to the focus of this conversation of dating apps is like you don't really know who you're getting involved with and like from a Christian perspective like this is like in my past I didn't have the filter on which we'll talk about in a minute of like all Christian like I think you can set that as a filter which I have now but he just did not approach things from a Christian perspective at all and I think that's what led us down this path of you know not good things um and luckily like it was really we've only went on like five to six or something like that dates and well I had I had been with him twice, so uh, we're gonna leave it at that. But it wasn't like a bad experience. It's just like you know, I hate him. <laughs> you you what? I don't like him. I, yeah, well, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, but 
I, I think I was just like blindsided by a lot mm-hmm. of things because he was very nice and like very like caring and what so I thought um but yeah and he was like willing to go to church with me too so I was like oh well, like maybe he is you know interested in that lifestyle but I think clearly different expectations of wanting a relationship versus just wanting you know something more casual mm-hmm. um but yeah and I've also had some good experiences too uh oh yes I'll go on to a good one after yeah, you. <laughs> yeah share your, good, share your good story because okay. mine is more um I want to talk about a different talk topic kind of when I talk about mine so share your okay. good one well I'm gonna get Delulu for a second oh, okay here. we love being Delulu when I I have had good ones, those are boring. Those are over. Let's talk about my current one. <laughs> oh, the one that hasn't even happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like true to That's okay. God, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All I'll say is dating with intention. So I yes. asked this man off Hinge, "What are your intentions being on the dating house? What are you looking for?" Mm-hmm. And he said, "I'm looking to get married." Obviously, just first trying to find a good companion in another person. And um, if it happens, that's like exactly what I'm looking for. And if not, I hope we can still be friends, yada, yada, yada. So I appreciate that he was open and honest about his dating intentions and that his intentions were serious, as mine are as well. Because like we said earlier, I feel like that's not very common to be a man who's like, I want marriage, a white picket fence, and two and a half kids. Like, yeah, I want that. Does he want that? So I am happy he said that. Um, he asked me what my plans were this weekend. I told him and then asked him what his plans were and yada, yada, yada. He's going to church tomorrow. I said, okay, oh my gosh, I'm trying a new church tomorrow. So I feel like even though I'm truly Delulu, like yeah. deep, deep, deep Delulu, <laughs> all I'll say is it's, it's starting off. It's promising. Promising, exactly. Okay. okay, that is good. And I think like, it's good to have that mindset going in, but you also have to level set your expectations of like, you might be putting him on a pedestal mm-hmm. and then actually get to the end and be like, oh, I'm actually not that interested. Like maybe he's a cool guy, but he's actually not what I'm looking for. But like mm-hmm. also you can see it through through a couple of dates and at least you know that your values or at least so he says align. Like you don't know how yeah. true that is. You have to like suss that out in person. But I think that's like a really good baseline to have of like, okay, mm-hmm. like I know we have the same values. Like I'm very excited about this date because, you know, it won't be like awkward or whatever. So mm-hmm. that's good. I, I can't wait to talk about it on the pod, how it goes. Yeah. I, was, I wanted to mention it because like, oh gosh, this is going to sound so insane. But like, hypothetically, if uh-huh. it goes well, we can follow date after date. Yeah, we can do like a, a segment of like, how is our dates going? Even though this yeah. podcast is about all Christian lifestyle, but I feel like the juiciest topics will be about dating. Yes. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see how it goes. I will be expecting a voice memo from you immediately after. And then we'll talk about it on the pod next week. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good or bad. Y'all good or bad. Okay, good or bad. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, okay, so my positive dating story, I've had like a few like good dates, but the most recent one that I'll draw on and what I want to talk about about a thing that can be good about dating apps is I went on a date actually with a guy from my church, um, but we met on Hinge. So here's kind of the backstory. Uh, basically, like I matched with this guy on Hinge, kind of like found out very early on that he went to my church and that immediately a relief like Mm -hmm. he's not crazy like he (laughs) has really good intentions like he loves the lord like those things being clear just made it very very easy for me to agree to go on a date like super easy we had some mutual friends like i was like this this is like very comforting okay Mm -hmm. um it's like it was very comforting comforting and i did not have a lot of anxiety about the date which was good of course i was like nervous because like meeting anyone for the first time in person is nerve-wracking because like yeah i hadn't met him in person 
but we just kind of knew that we went to the same church. Um, so yeah, it was like a good date. It did not work out in the long run, but like, that's okay. I'm like, not really too upset about it. Um, and that was like pretty recently, but what I wanted to say about that situation was that I think hinge and other dating apps are a really good way to maybe, I guess, two things. You can match with people who you actually do know in real life. And then Mm -hmm. maybe like you think about each other in that way, but like, you don't know how to say it. And like, Mm -hmm. I think it's still kind of awkward. I haven't really matched with someone that like I knew in real life and then went on a date with, I don't think so, that I can recall. Or alternatively, like you can like make connections with people who maybe you like are mutual friends with or some reasons, like somebody on their profile tells you that, oh, maybe I would have met this person mm. in person. Like, maybe, okay, so this guy I went on a date with, like, I think our past probably would have crossed eventually, but it wasn't going to happen like supernaturally, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think like Hinge was just a great avenue for us to connect that. And so that's why I'm like kind of consistently on the dating apps now like just in case I'm not like active about it but like maybe a situation like this will come up again where like I see someone that I like from I don't even know like run club or like something like it doesn't have to be my church but like it could be and then I'll be like oh like one I know they're single two um like I don't know it's just like an easier way to connect with someone that you already know Mm -hmm. like kind of in real life or maybe don't know in real life but knows have similar values so you know they're something yeah exactly this is a random question that just popped into my head because I was going to ask you because I feel like how do I get into this question so that one didn't work out Mm -hmm. I literally almost said his name (laughs) 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 so that one didn't work out with him um did you talk about what y'all were looking for okay, yeah, and when do you think it's too early and then I have a follow-up question but I'll ask it now okay ask it now so I can for those it. who know me in real life I can be very full-on like I'm a I'm an introvert but I'm a big personality yeah. and I was told once by a friend who I no longer talk to not because of this she just stopped replying to text messages but um that I need to be quieter and more mysterious mm. on dates and not like I show my full personality because it like scares them away you can see how I feel about that mm-hmm. but anyway yeah how do you yeah, feel yeah. about that no, that's a great question <laughs> um so I think we didn't talk about directly what we wanted in like the two of us right mm-hmm. um like we never had a con- so for context we only went on two dates um but we never had the context of like okay like what are you looking for in this like whatever this relationship is, Mm -hmm. but we would talk about things that I think it was clear that both of us were looking for like a relationship. If that's the path that was going to go down, like there was no like casualness to the whole situation like that. And I think like the reason that we didn't need to talk about it was because we go to the same church and like the values are very similar. Like we just kind Mm -hmm. of knew that relationship, that's like what it was going towards if it was going to get to that point. Um, So we never had a discussion about it. I think like I, and this is, like, outside of this state, I get a little bit nervous talking about that kind of stuff mm-hmm. because, like, like you said, like, I don't want to scare them off necessarily. Um, I think this situation was different because we already knew, like, it was kind of like that. Um, but at the same time, like, I was totally myself and, like, in every situation, like, I'm going to be my full transparent self in on these dates because, like, if they don't like me for me now, then, like, I'm not going to, like, try to, you know, persuade them to like me. There's no mysteriousness behind it, like, very open and honest. So, like, I think very open and honest and, like, being myself, but not bringing up, like, conversations about, like, what are we? Like, that's, like, just not appropriate yeah. for like, the first or second date, obviously. But, I mean, I think it's okay to ask, like, what are you looking for if you don't know their perspective? But I think if you already know, like, you don't necessarily need to ask. 
which is like something like going back to the other like quote unquote bad situation that I had. I wish we would have talked about it earlier mm. so that like when it got to that point of like, oh, we have different boundaries, that would have like not even come to that point. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so we didn't talk about it, but we did talk about like other things. We talked about just like the concept of marriage and like other people getting married like obviously not for ourselves but we were talking Mm -hmm. about like are are your friends married like kind of what's like your life stage that you and your friends are at um and yeah we talked about like deep not like super deep things but we would talk about religion and like the message at church and like what did you think of that and stuff like that um so it was very it was very easy and I don't know if those conversations would come up as naturally if like one I wasn't dating someone that was like as like focused on like religion and like honoring God in a relationship as he was Mm -hmm. or if it was like from the same church like I think that's something I struggle with on dating apps is like you don't know where these people are coming from with their like religious background but like a relationship that I want right now at this stage in life is like I want a relationship that is pursuing God first and each other second and like if that is not the baseline then it's going to be more hard to connect Mm -hmm. so that's where I struggle with the dating apps is that like you don't know that but in person like let's say you're friends with someone first you kind of know like what they're chasing after yeah equally yoked equally yoked yes I love that (laughs) phrase me too (laughs) um yeah is that how you feel too definitely I I'm not gonna like how do I put it like I'm not gonna tell you like my deepest darkest secrets but I'm going to be myself because like you said down the line if I do get to trap them and then I (laughs) finally want to be myself they're gonna be like who is that I don't know her (laughs) that's not what I signed up for and so also, like, you don't want them to be doing that either. Because I have heard horror stories of people, like, putting on a front before they're, like, engaged. And, like, then they get married and everything changes. And, like, mm-hmm. that is just so scary to me. So, like, I need to know that the person that I'm dating, like, is also being their self, too. Their 100% true personality. And, like, I also just, like, don't know how to be someone other than myself. Like, I'm, yeah. just, like, I'm, like an overshare, too. So, like, I'm very open and honest. Like, if they ask me a question, like, I'm not going to shy away from it. But also, I'm not going to be the one to ask the questions on, like, the first couple mm. of dates. But as it gets further, like, day three, four, and five, I think that's, like, an appropriate time to, like, get more serious about it. Definitely. Um, yeah. So what, like, with your current dating app usage now, do you put any, like, filters on it? Like, how do you use them? Like, what, give, the, give the audience some practical tips if you have <laughs> any. Um, if someone is, like, considering getting on the dating apps, or I'm sure, like, most people listening to this already are on the apps, like how do you approach them now yes so right now I don't believe I have any well hinge is technically gone but I don't believe I had any filters on hinge only because a lot of the filters I wanted to use were um behind the paywall right so I'm too cheap uh to do that (laughs) so I didn't but I would have put filters on for I love my short kings I really do like stay blessed right but um I would have put a filter on I'm not gonna say how to talk because I don't want to insult anyone because we are all children of the lord and we're all beautiful right right uh but I would have put a filter <laughs> on that for sure <laughs> I, would have slept that on <laughs> I feel so bad about that because I'm literally 5'10 and so like oh I just feel so bad but I just can't I just can't I'm sorry I'm, I'm so sorry can. like there's some beautiful woman me. out there that is 5'3 5'4 that will you guys will have Love an awesome you. relationship. But yes. I, as a 5'10 woman, <laughs> I simply can't. Yeah. <laughs> I just know. The it's paywall, though, so me. I can't make a filter, but I do like swipe preference towards that. Yeah. And I think I have a conspiracy theory, not to sound cuckoo, but I have a theory 
all the people I've been getting on Hinge in like the past month are all below my preferred height. Every single one. Oh. Something is wrong with the algorithm. And I think Hinge knows what I want. I have a theory that Hinge starts to realize what you're looking for and they put all those people behind a paywall because well, my roses are beautiful. Beautiful. I agree. They're so my good. Standouts, and I use my rose every week. That's the only like that I send is I send a rose. I'm like, okay, which one am I going to give it to this week? Because mm-hmm. like, yeah. Um, I actually have a filter on for Christian, which is not behind the paywall. It's not? It's not behind the paywall. I think, oh. so I think the ones that are not behind the paywall are like age, distance, and religion. So okay. I have religion as a non-negotiable and I have Christian. I also have Catholic because I, I don't know if I would like enter into a serious relationship with someone who's like not willing to go to my church, which is not a Catholic church right now. But like, that just means like, oh, they you know, they believe in Jesus, like, etc. So I'm very open to that. So I have mm-hmm. Christian and Catholic as my like non-negotiable and it won't show me other people. And that means okay. that like, I won't appear in other people's feeds. And so even if they don't have it on their profile, I know that it's set. Like, if, even if they don't have it public in their profile, I know it's set to that on their profile. But also that's an indicator to me of like, let's say a guy comes up and he doesn't have it on his profile. Like, Yes, he might be Christian, but he does is not confident enough to put it on there. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not saying it's a red flag, but it's like if I have it on my profile, like I want people to know. So, like, it's not a red flag, but it's just like I have that preset filter where, like, I'm not matching with anyone that, like, at least is not open to the idea. And not saying the people who aren't like Christian currently will never be Christian. Like, that's not like mm-hmm. obviously we want everyone to like join the faith community but I think for me and what I'm looking for right now like I I do only want to get into serious relationships or yes obviously a serious relationship but like I'm only kind of willing to go on dates with people who at least have some like foundation Mm -hmm. not to change God's plan for us but we do have like an idea of what we'd like to see our future look like and we've always talked about like taking our little kids to church and that just sounds so much easier if he already goes (laughs) (laughs) it's so much easier like yeah, like, you could, you know, I don't, I think, I don't like the word convert, but, like, yeah, introduce. sure. <laughs> introduce them. Yeah, that's a great word. You can introduce them to the faith, and, like, I think some very successful relationships probably have happened that way. Maybe that person even becomes more religious than the other, but, like, with me, with my current capacity, like, I want to just, like, date with intention, and, like, I'm, 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 like, more willing to take the time to introduce people who are my friends to the church than someone I'm trying to date. Because like, I think that's just mm-hmm. such a serious relationship. Like I would love to like have a new believer come to church with me, like as friends, like that's something I'm mm-hmm. super interested in, but I'm not like, <laughs> this sounds bad. Like I'm not just interested in nurturing like both a relationship and like that. Cause like they kind of have to, you know, work through that and walk with the Lord by themselves before they can enter into a relationship is kind of my perspective. Um, it so, adds a lot yeah. of extra pressure onto the relationship. A lot of pressure. And, like, just, like, you're kind of their pure source of guidance in that relationship with God. And, like, yes, like, obviously, like, I love the Lord and I'm happy to share that. But, like, I think there's also, like, a lot of different perspectives that you need when you're, like, a new believer. Yeah. Yeah. Dangerous. Um, yeah. Well, I, yeah, it's dangerous. Well, I think, like, I think that's a pretty good conversation on the dating apps. Do you have any closing remarks or tea that you wanted to add? Stay safe out there, kids. <laughs> I know. Stay safe out there. These um, streets are ruthless. <laughs> they are ruthless, but we're going to keep on keep on pushing. And I think what we should do to new, as I'm thinking out loud, we should definitely have a podcast episode in the future. Probably not the next one because we'll want to talk about other topics other than dating. But we should talk about, like, 
how we you know date in real life because obviously there's dating mm. there's a whole number a whole another world out there where you meet people like maybe on the street maybe at church maybe at a run club like how mm-hmm. are we approaching those Christian relationships where like it's not on their profile if they date or sorry it's not on their profile if they're Christian but how, you can't just like ask someone that when you meet them <laughs> the first time you're like actually like before I say yes like are you do you love the Lord do you love the Lord um, and obviously that's like a conversation that you want to have but you can't necessarily straight out ask someone that yeah so we'll definitely do a pod topic on that in the future but I think this is a great one deep diving into the apps the apps are fun they can be helpful but I would say our takeaway is don't rely on them (laughs) don't rely on them and also don't you know become addicted to them like don't find yourself continually swiping because also like there's endless possibilities and that can be overwhelming sometimes and you know God has a plan he he knows the one for you Mm -hmm. um but yeah they can definitely be addicting they can definitely be you know they can also be, it can also incite lust in some people being like, oh, they're so cute, blah, blah, blah. And like, I've definitely seen really hot people on there before. And <laughs> like, oh, like they're so hot, but they're not Christians. So like, I can't swipe on them. Um, but yeah, thanks so much guys for listening to this episode. We would love if you would follow us on Instagram at voice memos to God. We are posted on there when we release a new episode and we're also trying to do some real content. So some Christian living instagram content we would love you to follow us um and also definitely dm us if you've listened to the episode we would love to hear it and would love to hear what you thought about it and if you have any ideas for future episodes yes please and we definitely have lots more to talk about so if you guys are interested let us know and we can do a part two about dating apps from a christian dating perspective so don't hesitate to leave a review you can find our podcast on spotify So you can leave a review there or you can DM us. And don't forget to follow us on Spotify as well. Yeah, so you don't miss any future episodes. So, yeah, thanks so much for listening. Bye, guys. Thanks, everyone. Love you. (laughs) Bye. Love you.